my name's Michelle. What's your name? My name, 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 my because we gave you that grand introduction for ourselves. But what show is it? This is the Couple of Critics podcast. Ah, I was going to guess Larry Sanders. So the idea behind this podcast is that we are a married couple. We are two people, so you can look at that however you want to. We signed the contract. We have pretty different tastes for the most part when it comes to music. And we give and each food. other something else to... We, we listen to something of each other's choosing every week. And then we review it. <coughs> Do we like each other's stuff all the time? No. Does it matter? No. I think that's what makes it interesting. I do too. So we are here. We did an album. We usually do music. That's our foray. It's our Ken foray. Our foray? It's our forte, I think you're trying to say. It. No, it's our... F- our foray into the podcasting. I'm saying words that don't need to make sense. Because that's kind of... What I'm trying to tell you right now, we make mistakes, you guys. We are not professionals. We just like what we like. We feel what we feel. We make politi- politically incorrect jokes. We say mean things to each other. I say mean things about others. <laughs> Sometimes words are said that need to be bleeped out. Not words, I should say names. People. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're here to share our dumb with you. I gotta know though. Are you resetting the pre- premise of the whole podcast because you're just uh, t- just to do it, or because this is an album that definitely was a tasking thing for you? Um, I feel like maybe we should give people an idea of what we do in case it's the first time they listen every time. Um, I wasn't thinking about how god awful this week has been, <laughs> um, but if you want to. Fucking go into it. That's it just, up to you. It just I felt like you were going to go there next. You were the one who laid this out on me. And then all I kept saying was, remember I'm next. Remember I'm next. That's so funny. It's not funny. It's it's funny to me because I, I always try to be easy. And me being easy, you still take it as like, oh, it was a personal attack. It's. I don't know why you say personal attack. It's never a personal attack. The, uh, it might not be the right words, but because the way you're taking it, it is like I'm next. You just know it. Just wait for it. Like I was trying to find something that a guy actually sang on. <laughs> I was trying to do a good deed. <laughs> well, let's jump ahead and say that this would have probably been better as an instrumental album. Uh, it kind of almost is an instrumental album at points. Yeah, not enough. So. <laughs> I don't think that that would necessarily be a bad thing. I think it start from what I read as I was pooping before we uh-huh. <laughs> podcasted here. Uh-huh. From what I read, it kind of started as an instrumental thing. The band, the keyboard player and the guitar player, they're like the main guys. By the way, we are speaking of... A band called Symphony X. Okay. An album, specifically one album, the only album I listened to, and the album that we have listened to, I can't even remember what it's called. The Divine Wings of Tragedy. I know so little th- lyrically in the themes of this album. I can't even remember the name of the album. I just know what the drums and the guitars do. Okay. I'm just going to put that out in the front mm-hmm. of talking about this. I understand how cheesy it is. I understand how like out of character it is for me because it's like operatic at some times. I mostly hate keyboards in metal. 
Okay. Most of the time when I see a keyboard player at a show in a metal band, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Is, this is going to suck. Is that a common thing? I didn't know that was a, a common thing. It depends what kind of metal. <laughs> this kind of metal for sure. You know, like uh, almost like night metal, like uh, medieval nights. Uh-huh. Metal and progressive metal in general. The keyboard is a big thing. Speak to me. Uh, black metal. But they use it like an organ, like it's almost supposed to be cathedral. Whereas this is used as like symphony sounds, you know, and celestial. <clears throat> I don't know. This album's fucking goofy. I get it. And it's a big jerk off session for uh, just guys who are really good at playing their instruments. It's just listen to me go. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, when this album started, I couldn't have been more surprised that this was really happening. <laughs> I, I feel like this is a new. This is a new turn for me. Like, I mean, this was the fucking worst for me so far. Uh, it beat Judas Priest, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this was a chore. <laughs> this was a chore. chore above the rest for me. <laughs> I did it. I've topped them all. And I... Accidentally. <laughs> I did apologize when I sent the message to you. It's okay. Cause I you, pre-apologized. You initially gave me someone else. Yeah, and that's going to come soon, too. And that's but. fine. But then you changed your mind, I assume, to fit the theme that you had felt from the previous week. Alanis? Yeah. Yeah, because I told you there were sections where it sounded like Dream Theater. Okay. And I didn't want to do a Dream Theater album. So I was like, oh, well, I listened to Symphony X way more, and I kind of lump them in the same... And I don't know what genre. dream theater is, but if they are in the same genre, it's not something I've ever listened to. And I personally don't make, I never once throughout any of this made a connection to the uh, Alanis album. It's There's only one song on that Alanis album that reminds me of one song by Dream Theater. And then so it's I, not even this band. And then I didn't want to do Dream Theater. And then I thought of, who else did I listen to at the time that I was listening to that one Dream Theater album? Oh, I listened to this one Symphony X album. That's so interesting So to I me. chose this instead. <laughs> and <laughs> I knew while I was choosing it, it was going to be pretty fucking rough. But for was, you or for me? For I knew it was going to be really rough for you. It gets rough for me, too. I get <laughs> how fucking bad it can be. Bad in quotations, because there's people who love this shit. <laughs> they loved in Japan, like this huge seems like something Japan. that might be liked more overseas because it is so technical. It's very, very technical, and it's all very clean sounding. And yeah. maybe, maybe my complaints—and I, I wouldn't say complaints, but I should say um, my mentioning of how much of your music sounds dirty and maybe not so clean. This is maybe the cleanest type sounding metal that I've heard, and it doesn't sound right. I get what you're saying there. So it's weird that I the whole time I'm just like, you know, cleaner. It should be cleaner. Like, it should sound cleaner or something. Like, I mean, not, that hasn't necessarily been my stance, but, you know, kind of more on that side of just that. noticing between the clean and the dirty. And, and, between and then now our... I'm getting clean and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so it's much. The, even my metal friends don't like this either. Like, <laughs> I went to a band practice one night, and three out of the four people in the car were miserable. And I was like, too bad. I'm the one driving. Here we go. 
And you were the one not miserable person because you were inflicting the pain on the other people. Absolutely. And I enjoy it. <laughs> I get that it's <laughs> stupid, but I don't know why. There's something about this album. And I've listened to other Symphony X and I don't enjoy it. So just this one album, yes. one album alone. It's very weird. It just like got me in the right time. I was in high school. I was hanging out with dudes who liked this kind of metal. Mm-hmm. And like in my metal world, I went from like kind of a punk kid to almost like, I don't want to say new metal kid because I didn't really listen to Korn, but Slipknot and Mudvayne. I was listening to that shit all the time. And mm-hmm. those are screamers. And then I got into like this kind of metal for a second. Like, ah, which was the antithesis of so, Slipknot and Mudvayne. If none of your friends, though, went in this direction. like One if they, or two if, did. Oh, they did. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay, yeah. Because I was going to say, what was did. it that pulled you towards this, at least for I a second? Can, and kinda, now, okay. You know how high school kids and middle school relationships go. You stop hanging out with certain kids because, you know, they said something, blah, blah, blah. And you're, you know, they probably didn't even say it. It was all... High school politics, whatever, whatever, being kids. So I stopped hanging out with certain friends who were listening to, like, Mudvayne and Slipknot. Uh-huh. And I started hanging out with fucking super nerds that were in band. Yeah. And they liked, like, this kind of metal. Like, oh, listen to how many scales they're playing. And, like, oh, yeah, 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 listen to how many scales they're playing. That's crazy. So then I listen to, like, this couple albums, and that's what it reminds me of. Like, I'm in that kid's car. I can, like, see the inside of his red fucking car that we drove around in all the time. And I can see him, and I can see another kid in the back. I was in a band who was trying to write songs like this, in a way. No keyboard player ever, but still trying to be, like, melodic and progressive. Yeah. Which uh, just meant to us cramming as many riffs into one song as possible, which didn't really work. And then I started hanging out with those other friends again. <laughs> I got into even, gritty. and I got into even heavier metal then. Like, mm-hmm. Then it was like Pantera. Then it slowly slipped into like Dying Fetus, and then. So that's why I think I have a wide range of what I know of metal music. Except there's a lot of it I can't stand. For some reason, there's a lot of bands I only like one album of. And shockingly, this shit fits into that category. Shockingly to a couple people. Do you want to start it? Because I think it might be a longer one. Yeah. And there's I, a song that's 20 minutes goddamn long, <sighs> which I did not know when I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should go ahead and start All right. the album go. by Symphony X, The Divine Wings of Tragedy. Here we, here we motherfucking go. I love this beginning, how it sounds like it's in a phone. I see from what I'm reading, if it's correct information... First of all, this isn't what I... I expect this sound so far. So this didn't surprise you? This right here, no. Because it's heavy. It, it's uh-huh. really fucking heavy. And I love the clarity it of the like drums. It sounds like something you would like. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love this riff. I've learned this riff in the past. I can't play it now, but... And then I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, I get Is it. Is this like a Halloween-themed <laughs> situation happening right now? Halloween, huh? Oh, yeah, there are those spooky sounds, the keyboard sounds. I just immediately think of knights. I think of men with big fans with their hair blowing back. Okay. (laughs) Is this when you went, what the fuck? I thought you were playing a joke on me. (laughs) I was like, first of all, 
<laughs> There's no way he fucking likes this. I mean, really. With everything I that I've heard you say about other things. I know. Complete and utter shock. I know. I I think my mouth, I think my jaw dropped. <laughs> and I had a true reaction to this. Of just, mm. yeah, shock. Utter distaste. Well, okay, let me say this. You remember Judas Priest? Yes, but this is cheese. This is super cheese. This is like, and I think that's what it is. What I think of like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I think of like, I think of moms and mom moms? jeans. Really? Um, supporting their sons. Wow. Who are in this band. Wow. And wearing like t-shirts and mom jeans and like dancing around with their floofy hair and just being like that's my boy that's my boy up there and they're like yeah I'm so serious I'm serious they're very popular in certain areas I mean when they do American tours they're pretty small but if you go to Japan they're fucking and, selling out huge shows and people in those Asian countries seem to really like very clean metal like metal in general, actually. Yeah. They love it all. But they don't like like grungy stuff as much, do they? Uh, Isn't it more like? What do you mean, like Nirvana kind of grunge, or you mean like? I would just say oh something. <laughs> like it seems like they would like this more because it sounds big and theatrical. Uh, yeah, yeah, that adds. But they also love like straight thrash metal. Maybe. They love it all. If it's got like distorted guitars and some heart behind because these guys are loving what they're doing you obviously have to really love what you're doing to put this out you get what i'm saying like well first of all <laughs> from what i've read about this this is the band's third album yeah it's released the, in 90s, 90, 1997 the first one that granted them commercial success as well as critical acclaim so the critics enjoyed this yeah metal reviews were very well for this I mean, yeah. guitar playing is fucking immaculate. And this is late night. I mean, this is right before the 2000s. I probably discovered this album in, like, 2002. Did you ever give the song title? Oh, sorry, no. It's uh, Of Sins and Shadows. I really don't know the song titles to this album. I don't... I just put this album on and let it play. It's really just an exhibition of, like... Listen to how good we can play it for me. For some reason, it doesn't annoy me. Besides the last song, a little spoiler there. But God, I don't, I can't hold on that long. And I'm kind of surprised it came out in 1997. <clears throat> really? Because isn't that when big, huge evangelical churches started taking over? <clears throat> because to me, this sounds like this sounds like it is being played in a large non-denominational Christian church <laughs> with really tall ceilings. There's a fucking band on stage. There are lights. There's a man walking on stage right now dressed as Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what's funny about you He's saying? playing air guitar. Hold on. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> there are now angels walking down the aisles to the front and everyone just stopped and their hands were up in the air and now they're just waiting for more Christ 
And then the room just fucking erupts in fucking applause. And everyone is so happy and exalted because they are going to heaven through the rock star side of the Lord. Now, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Well, I'm going to say that none of this has to do with Jesus at all and any Christ stuff. Well, it sounds... It sounds very cathedral, yes. It sounds like it's in a big hall. But what's funny about you saying playing it in a non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. The kid I was hanging out with that loved this was the drummer for the local non-denominational church. And, didn't they and try our to band yeah. would practice in that non-denominational <laughs> church. I was not a follower of Christ then, still I'm not, but I had already decided by then my, look at Oliver plopped up right on top of you. He wants to talk. <laughs> He's got an opinion on Symphony X. It goes yeah. like this. Oh, that was him headbutting. He was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but we used to practice in there and I used to get yelled at because I would cuss accidentally uh-huh, yeah. and I would get on the microphone and I would say inappropriate things <laughs> of course and I'd forget that the guy's probably in the office at that time mm-hmm. and thinking back on it. What a nice guy to actually let a metal band play because we weren't a Christ metal band. We were just a metal band who happened to have a drummer that was in the church. And they just really liked the church member, it sounded like. I, but part of me, now I think back on it, I do have memories of him talking to me all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was probably like, I'm going to get these boys in. I will save your souls. Dumbo. <laughs> Dumbo. All right, you want to move on? I do. Okay, this next song is called... Sea of Lies. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of oh. heavy bass. Oh yeah. You can't talk over the best parts of the song of the album. Oh, you mean when it sounds like a boys' choir? No, we're not there. <laughs> oh, you mean like when he sounds 100% like Jack Black? In parts of this song? Oh, yeah. It happens every once in a while. He sounds a lot like Ronnie James Dio, too. Not the second Ronnie James Dio, but Ronnie James Dio as well. See, they fucking... Uh, I, I totally get how annoying the voice is and how cheesy it is. But Jesus Christ, I love the guitar playing. Yeah, I, I feel like what? the vocals change everything drastically. It gives it an entirely new sound. Yeah, it makes it so much more... So, like, I'll give you that. I, um, Kenny G, he would listen to these bands when I would play them, and he would say, it'd be a lot better if that guy wasn't singing like that. But then part of me is like, well, what's he going to do? Listen to the fucking music. <laughs> okay, so now this is a com- is this a commercial for, like, boys' toys in the 90s? Boys Not right now, but it was a little bit ago. This is Jack Black. Oh. He's morphing into Jack Black. Let me get that round. That sounds like 80s soft rock. I feel, oh, like, I feel like this song goes through a lot of uh-huh. different changes. Yeah, well, that's part of the... Per- Sorry, I just wave my hand in front of the microphone and it does this. But I read things about them and they're all about like uh, the 80s theatrical sound and yeah. bringing like a symphony 
sound to it, and they have this quote that it sounded like they thought they were really cool, but it just sounded really lame. Jack Black. Black. Jack Black? It's my favorite actor. He's in Tenacious C. Wow, Snoop go. That fucking destroys a guitar. It's just the. It's just a, a, t- a tone that I'm not a fan of. In oh, that, really? In that electric guitar sound. That sounds really big, like metal hair band. Yeah. It's yeah. that big, theatrical, I'm going to fill a fucking stadium sound. It's a specific sound. Just until we fucking go. Uh, the one thing I will say, too, about this is it can get kind of boring after a while because it really is almost all just... It's very repetitive. And that's a hard thing to listen to something that is so clean be so repetitive. Yeah. Um, you almost wish that there were little mess-ups so it wasn't so much the exact uh, same thing. Yeah. I was like little say, imperfections. I thought you were actually talking about the actual tone of it. If it was dirty, it wouldn't be near as impressive. Like, if you couldn't hear the actual note behind it, which was kind of a problem in the 80s because the recording techniques weren't so well for shredders. So it just sounded like a bunch of noise. Whereas at least in this, you can hear the actual note behind it. Well, luckily for them, it wasn't the 80s. It was almost the 2000s. And they're still doing this 80s sound. Oh, yeah, there's a whole genre still of, like, Iced Earth. You do this kind of... My buddies in Headless Pez, they do the... Oh yeah, they're fucking into it. You get what I'm saying? They're like, they gotta love this to put this out. They know they're gonna get made fun of by mainstream people. They know that this they're but never are, gonna have any hits. Like, there's no singles on this. Yeah, but it's hard to say that because. To say that it's not mainstream is kind of the opposite of how I feel. Like, this is how I feel the mainstream would imagine most metal sounds. Really? Continue, because this is very interesting to me. Because as a metalhead, it's not how we feel. Big and over the top. Um, Talking about, like, weird, dark things. Because they do talk about, like weird type shit. It's like witches every once in a while. It's nerd stuff. The way I feel like... It's like evil and stuff, though. The way I feel like... Living inside the shell a living hell indoors. I'm held captive by my fear, decaying hope and wasted years. The knife of time carves mm, another line. Blood around these eyes! (laughs) Yeah. It's very dramatic. Yeah, but it's about himself on that one. But I was going to say, like, as you said that the people uh, mainstream see it that way. The, the way I think the mainstream I would consider this like a is, mainstream, like, modern, not cool metal sound. It's This is like, this is less popular than the dirtiest of metals. Like, even metal nerds would look at this and say, you fucking nerds. 
but men who would play like Dungeons and Dragons. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely love it. The guys in the band look like they play Dungeons and Dragons. But like people that live, listen to like Phil and Selmo projects or listen to like bands like Cryptopsy and Suffocation and stuff, they'd be like, dude, you fucking nerd, get out of here. Like, drink a beer and smoke a joint, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? Don't, don't make those tones. Get that organ out of here. What are you doing? And these guys definitely, like when I saw them at Bogarts, half of the room was filled. Like it did not sell anywhere near out. <laughs> nerd you had, rock. You had all sorts of room. Technical nerd rock. Technical nerd rock. Nerd metal. Mm. So that's very interesting to hear your interpretation of it as seeing it like as a more of a mainstream when it's actually like the opposite. <laughs> it's so nerdy. All right, let's move on. Out of the ashes. I guess my dear. I just think of what like a nerdy person would imagine metal would be. Like a basic average like church going person. Because I put this as like what a church going person would look sort of metal a church going person would listen to. Like that's what Maybe. I'm aligning it aligning it with. Like yeah. it's clean, it doesn't like swear a whole bunch, it doesn't talk about like but it still talks about like like you said like knights like yeah it's it not has specifically still, satanic either. but it still has like a, a like a supposed to have like a spookiness to it almost yeah. or like like they're, a darkness they're riding that line like this is as dark as I can get without my mom getting mad at me but we could easily <laughs> just throw in a few Jesuses and it would just make sense oh yeah yeah there's bands that sound like this are Jesus but there's also bands that sound like Cryptopsy that talk about Jesus too. It's just really dragging the line. Well, that's really weird. Dragging the it's line. fucking nerd. <laughs> dragging the line. Out of the ashes, my dear. Here we go. I just added them, my dear. I'm talking to you. I'm a dear. The harpsichord. Like if you took the harpsichord piano out of it, it'd be way less nerdy. The look on your face is so enthusiastic. It's like I have a sugar buzz. I'm like in a torture box of lights. Is this almost uh, a... What's it called when you see a bunch of lights shining on you? At, uh, and you go into... Epileptic shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shock. Epilepsy. Is it shock? You would have an epileptic seizure. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, it might have, it might have been this show. I went to, I think it was. I went with a friend who brought his girlfriend, and she saw the signs that said, "Warning, there may be flashes." And she started crying, and like made him leave, and they uh, had to go do something else for a while while we all went to the concert. Couldn't handle it. No. I remember she cried. Is she more of a pussy because she couldn't handle it or because she cried? At the time, I remember you'd be like, come on, it's a fucking show, just go inside. <laughs> At the time, I was even less empathetic than I am now. But she was also known to be very dramatic. And one time tried to convince him that a demon had possessed her so she belonged inside but she just yeah. couldn't handle the lights I guess yeah 
she, he told me that she was like, and like, got down and was like, started making those demon voices when they were in a fight, and then after the fight happened, she pretended that uh, a demon had entered her body. Absolutely. <laughs> I have nothing nice to say about that, so I'm not going to say anything at all. And you know who both of them are. I'll tell you during the break. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely Jesus-y aspects of this. And, I don't know. Out of about? the ashes of my youth, I rise man. How does that have anything to do with Jesus? He's not mentioned once. I still just have this feeling... I've been beaten with his words and whipped with his lies. It sounds like someone's singing about Satan betraying them. Nope. That's All about me. knights and shit. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, dude. I feel like I've heard Christian music that sounds similar to this or something. Like, it just feel yeah, like... Christian music that sounds like everything. These are not Christian songs. Okay, but that's <laughs> all I hear. So that's my angle. That's your unfortunate inter- interpretation. I might be wrong, though, but I'm almost positive Christ is not gentle once. And I, but I'm so not Christy that I never... It would never come to me that way. Christy? Yeah. You're not Christian? Like, it's never been a thing for me. It's never been in my life. Well, I do want to say... Say it. That when I was having to figure out my most and least favorite songs, because I don't naturally, genuinely have at least a most favorite song, I wanted this to be my most favorite because I was like, well, what's the shortest in length? (laughs) And it's this one. But there's no way in fucking hell this could be my favorite song. So I'm going to go ahead and just say that. (laughs) Because it's the shortest. (laughs) That's really funny. Alrighty. You want to move on? I do. Okay. Let's go on to the accolade. I'm okay just playing this straight through. I know, but then we're going to have a short podcast. Will we? Because it feels like this album goes on for a long time. This album is of normal length. It's just got long songs. There's a a nearly 10-minute song, and there is a nearly 21-minute song. There's also only nine songs. Most albums have like 12 or 13. So they just went, hey, these are four songs put into one. But it still feels like it has like 17 normal length track, like normal length songs. Because they play it all, man. Country, hip hop. What? Jazz. (coughs) Ramba. Roomba. (laughs) Marambas. <laughs> this is uh, the accolade. You have to say the song titles. I did. Did you? Yeah. I didn't hear it when you said the accolade. There are moments in this album that I go, yeah, boy. This is this the, is one of them. This is the song that's over nine minutes. Goddamn right. It's got. It needs it. This is a song that feels like it definitely does not need to be as long as it is. Well, they need the four intros. (laughs) This sounds like a movie. There are a few times I think it sounds like a movie. 
this whole thing right here is so like bright and big. Something good is happening in a movie. Oh yeah. Someone yeah, has yeah. hope. So much hope right now. Their eyes are wide. They're looking forward to the next thing that's gonna happen to them. They're ready for life. They have dreams. And they've been told that Will they can achieve those dreams. Will they be dashed? Well, we all have obstacles, but Whoa. they're not going to give up. It's getting perilous. Wow. That cat is trying to get your attention. I know. I'm letting him do his thing. Crawling into your lap. Aww. He's the only cat who visits us. We have two cats. This is Oliver. We raised him from a baby. He sleeps with me. His first night, he went to mosh pits. Yeah, you should explain Oliver's first night as he curls up like a baby in your arms right now. <laughs> well, I found him. I had a show that night. It was like my first acoustic show by myself at a place called Rakes Inn in Cincinnati, Ohio. In the ghetto. And you were going with me, and I just brought this cat home, which we weren't supposed to keep. We were just going to try and find a home for it. <laughs> He's just staring at me all weird. He's going to leave real soon. He's like, fuck you. Because you're not petting him. I know, I'm trying to do the podcast, Kitty. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to take I'll him to the you. show. And I put a litter box in my car. And you drove up separately, didn't you? Yeah. I put a litter box in my car and I drove him up there. And I just took him into the bar and nobody cared. Everybody was ecstatic about him being there. And I just held him all night. And you held him while I played my acoustic show. I did. And then... I held him for a while, and then this band played that I loved, and I just held him, and I got in the mosh pit, and I was holding him, like, protecting him close to my body, and then holding him up in the air, and he just fucking loved it. And yeah. then some girl was like, you want me to hold him? And I let her hold him for, like, two songs. Mm-hmm. He was a fucking hit. Didn't she work at a vet? Yeah, she office? did. You're right. You're right. He was a big fucking hit. And since then, he's been all over the rock and roll cat. Now he's and timid. And he is. But he comes around when you're playing... Either an instrument or if you are playing oh, yeah. like rock music, he'll come in and rub on you. Yeah, he likes distortion in guitars. He likes it when I'm working on music in here. He likes it when I'm editing just in general and he can hear noise coming out of the headphones. He always comes in and visits us while we're podcasting Absolutely. and listening to music. You know he can hear it. Remember when he used to sleep in the uh, kick drum <laughs> of my drums? I do. The first time he heard it made the sound that it makes, though. He hasn't slept there since. <laughs> That's another thing that happened today. I played the drums today at the house for you the did. first time in fucking forever. And I went and picked up food, and when I came back, Kit Kat was just in the window looking out as drums were coming out the windows. Was he all Drum right? sounds. Yeah, he was just checking the outside out, was looking out the window. I was playing soft. No, it was fine. Good. It was just interesting to see his face and him not be scared. That's what I was He was nervous about. at first when it was going on, and he didn't really know what to do. But I had just gotten out of the shower, and since he's obsessed with uh, using us, I think, to take Hua's baths <laughs> when we get done showering, he rubs all over our clean towels and our clean legs and stuff. That's definitely the first time he's heard the drums, right? I'm not sure. I don't think I've played him. But I think I kind of sued them and told him it was okay. And then he was okay with it. Good. But still weary. My forearm, my left forearm has been hurting. So like, on Jello runs, I played Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and sometimes Sunday. And by like, Friday, end of show, my left forearm really hurts. And like, Saturday, it almost hurts the whole time. 
And if Sunday's there, it definitely hurts the whole time. Yeah, makes and sense. I, and I realized, oh, it's because I never practice. I never practice the drums. It's nine of the tempo. It's, it's literally like, oh, two months have gone by and you haven't played the drums once, and now you're going to go on a weekend and play as loud as hard as you can for almost an hour, and you expect that you're not going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I think I have to kind of like actually practice, maybe. That makes sense. I'm telling you, it fucking hurts. I'm sure. I can't imagine it not. It's very demanding to play drums. <laughs> Listen to those pipes go. Guess what minute we're in on this one? Fucking four? Six. Good. I was being negative. So, parts like this, I could absolutely do without. Oh, you don't think this is... Now, this sounds churchy. I get what you're saying. Oh, very Oregon. But it's like it's but it's nights. <laughs> yeah, I think King Arthur and shit like that. They're being brought up from the ashes. They're being reborn in the name of the Lord. No. That's how it makes me feel, dude. You can't argue me. You can't tell me I'm wrong. You can just be like, that's that's if that's not how the guy wrote it, yeah, I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's like me writing a song about bread, and then you're like, it's about Jesus. I'm like, no, it's just a song about bread. Okay, clearly, <laughs> unless it has Jesus' face toasted onto it when you pull it out of the toaster, then I don't Do think that. that you would find a connection, and that wouldn't make sense. There is a connection here oh. that makes you sense. Feed, he fed the bread. But anyway, I want to get off this topic into the different And he's topic. dead. Do they make toasters that burn Jesus' face into the toast? Do you remember that fucking video? No. Of that lady who said that her toaster was possessed. No. And it, like, (laughs) burned a a picture of Jesus and she saved the piece of toast. Why is it possessed if it burned a picture of Jesus? Because, uh, (laughs) I don't remember. She wanted it to do it again, but it never did. (laughs) I, I... I hope that someone makes a novelty toaster that just does that. Like they re- they arrange the <laughs> coils inside to cool. toast the Jesus face. Let me see if I can onto the toast. Find that. If so, that's our next toaster. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Have a friend over and just make him some toast. Hey, you want some toast? Oh my God, the Holy Spirit! The it's Holy like Christmas Spirit. here. God damn it, Christ! God damn it, Christ! What you doing, goddammit, Christ? Oh, it's so dramatic, Michelle. I'm... I'm here. I like those rhythms. I like knowing those rhythms. I like playing air drums with this album. Yeah. It's so big. It definitely has a very big sound. But they do not sound like real drums. They sound like... Really? Not yeah. to me. They sound like drum pedals. I mean, not drum pedal the pads. Like, yeah. They're def- not actual they might drums. Be, they might be enhanced digitally by... Uh, some guys will take electronic tones and their natural tones and they'll mix them together. Yeah. So that you can get like a nice... You can hear the hits real solid, but you're also getting like a... A feel. A human feel to it. I hate electronic drums personally But a lot of like death metal guys They have to use kick drum triggers Because they're playing so fast Yeah But it almost makes Like not a loud enough noise If 
for the microphone to pick up, but they're technically hitting it that fast. Yeah, that so makes sense. it just sends the electronic signal. Ah, the accolade. And that was the accolade. That was the 10 minute long song. Yeah. I think it went by pretty well. I think it didn't Maybe with conversation. feel as long as it did, but I've also been looking for this video that I can't find. Are you trying to find the toast lady? Yeah. I thought you were looking for a toaster to toast Jesus in it. I'm making it if they didn't make it. I, I know that they make like a, like pancake shaped things. Oh, and like stamps maybe? That will, um, they're like molds. Like, but it's like a toaster. It's usually like a Mickey Mouse head or something like that. Or a dinosaur. That's no. Or a goose. Or a pelican. Or a banana. Or a Michelle staring at Sam. That's my favorite pancake, is the Michelle staring Well, you seem to really want to go on this rant, so I was just letting you do what you do. I was just hoping you would come in with one. Why would I? Because <laughs> you could have said, or a pelican, or a bird, or, or a banana, or, or, or Beethoven's face, or a crowbar, or a trailblazer, or a mixing board. I'm just looking at things in the room now. <laughs> There's not a trailblazer in this room right now. No, but the mixing board is. Bam, bam, bam. We're going to move on. Okay. Pharaoh. We're going to enjoy this. You're going to like it. Heavy. I would like to hear what these songs would sound like without the keyboard. Are you still looking for that video? Yeah, I'm jamming to this music. Listen to that bass. I just remembered this too. I went to this concert and a guy was like, Tell me about his band. He just kind of cornered us for no reason. Okay. And he was drunk, obviously, and he was like, My band, oh boy, my bass player, he'll put anybody that's on the stage tonight in the ground. Nobody can touch him. Blah, 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 blah. Then I looked up his band later and it was fucking terrible. Just <laughs> <laughs> like a drunk idiot. He looked like he was like in his late 40s, but you know how. Rockers who live it rough their whole lives. They look mm-hmm. like they're actually in their 60s or 70s. They got like strainy kind of hair, like real thin looking long hair still. Like they okay. should have shaved it a long time ago. There's two invading secret ground. <laughs> it's fucking heavy. Is it? Yeah. It is. But it's like melted American cheese at the same time. No. No. It's like, it's like melted Swiss cheese, baby. I have the video of my toaster is possessed by the devil. All right, well, we're going to check it out here in a minute. <laughs> I found it. It's an old video. An amazing woman. My toaster is possessed. I'm telling you, I would love to hear it without the keyboard. I think it would sound a little less cheesy. I mean, you'd still have the vocal guy. The 
vocals are what makes it the worst to me. It's her bread. Oh my god, this is amazing. I can't take the video back, so I gotta reload it. Pardon me. I'll get it ready. Yeah, this part's pretty boring. <laughs> I still don't know what my favorite song is. I think I do actually, as soon as I said it. Well, because you actually. This is fucking heavy. What now? Sorry. What? What? You're drinking. I'm surprised that you wouldn't have water. I'm water. I'm surprised that you wouldn't have a favorite song. That you wouldn't know that would have drawn you more to this to begin with. Is that weird? Uh, I'm a pretty undecisive guy, so when it comes to like, what's my favorite on an album, because I just listen to albums as holes. Mm-hmm. It's not bass go. But I'm telling you, that guy that was in that band, he would have put anybody in the ground that was on that stage that night. Bass player, motherfucker. <laughs> I wish I remember what that band was called. It was probably like Ass Hat 93. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just opened the wrong app. Oh, the wrong app. Oh, the wrong app. Is this... Is this one Pharaoh? Yep. Is this, it's got an Egyptian, Egyptian sound to it. This is the one that I made a note of. That To me, there are parts of this that sound like almost like Metallica. But like mixed with the Fantasia sort of ness, so I would call this Fantalica. <laughs> Matasia. Matasia sounds like a name. It does. From a lower, I mean, a higher populated but lower economic area, or a cancer. Fantalica. Listen to the power. It's, it's like it's a very Fantalica. All right, here. This sounds like a movie to me. Wizards. Actually, this, this and brooms marching up the stairs, holding buckets of water. These parts sound like rides to me. Like this part sounds like you're waiting in line at an Egyptian oh. uh, King's Island ride. Okay. And you just watch the video where it's like, Professor, come this way. That keyboard. So you don't know much about these guys at all, but you have seen them live. Once. I've seen them live. I know their names. I wrote their names down. We're moving on. We're just gonna go for it. This one is called The Eyes of Medusa. This one, I think, also follows a. Like, they're all mythological. It's in the same, yeah, sound. It's all super nerd shit. People are walking up very tall, grassy hills. <laughs> I was gonna say the people's names Russell Allen on vocals, Michael Pinello on keyboard. Thomas Miller on bass, 
Michael Romeo on guitar and Jason Rulo on drums. Holy shit, they all sound white as fuck. Except for Jason Rulo. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> yeah, Michael Romeo. <laughs> uh, or is it Romeo? Or if it's Romeo. I'm Romeo. Yeah. Yeah, this song is uh It's dreamy. I think there's sections in almost every song that I'm like, yeah. Can we get onto the like heavy part where it's like <laughs> what are you laughing about? What's there to laugh about right now? <laughs> the light escapes my smile. <laughs> Who says that? The light escapes my smile. Him. He's a goddamn poet. Why is he smiling if there's no light? He's faking it. No one told him to fake it. Because, uh... You know what we didn't do? We saw Medusa and he had a smile and then he was cast a stone. What? We'll come back with this. Oh, yeah, we will. Don't you worry about it, my dear. Yes. Hi, baby. That's my new name for you. My dear. My dear? Yep. Is it because you want to mount my head on the wall? Absolutely. When the cops come out, I'll be like, yes, I always was spelling it. D-E-E-R Just everything <laughs> Tits up but no arms Tits up Like the front of a ship You'd have to Definitely put some extra Stuffing in those things to keep them upright I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Rings through your nipples and then I'm just gonna get Wires that go to the ceiling And they'll just hold them up With wires Like drapery yeah. <laughs> I just keep imagining the front of a pirate ship. You know, there's always like a big, woman. Big, huge sails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to start calling your titties. <laughs> Look at them sails. Like, I can make a tent out of those things. <laughs> Look at them sails. I can discover America with those things. Cowgirls. <laughs> Torture. <laughs> He's fucking raging, man. So he just said ageless torture. And I would agree, this is torturous for all ages. <laughs> people love this shit, Michelle. They love it. And a lot of people Imagine hate it, right? He said this I'm, is not very popular. I'm assuming that... Well, metal's not very popular in general. That's what I mean. So, like, take the disregarded music and then get even nerdier with that. Are we still in Medusa? or are we... Yeah, we are. We're in the eyes of Medusa. I was going to go to a break after the eyes it of Medusa. It sounded like we went into another song. I agree. Sometimes it's hard to tell because this stuff is long. Yeah, it's what they call progressive, but half the time it's just we, we made a bunch of riffs and this is kind of like in the same key as the other one, so let's just cram it Even in Even though clearly the song fucking ended and they're just doing some extra its own thing. Yeah, they're jerking themselves off. This, this seemed like this is what some people may have used as an interlude. 
But instead of yeah. giving it its own yeah. track, they just put it at the end. Yeah. But they might get back in. I can't remember what they do. They might get back into it. Yep. There it is. For so a now split second, in. that felt almost like Pantera. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Almost like the sound and the energy, and then immediately did not sound like it to me. <laughs> yeah, they could have cut that whole part split out. Because they just went back into the same yeah, chorus thing. Yeah, it just didn't need to go down and relax as much as it did for you to need it to be to like appreciate it coming back and being big these guys are just so like technically proficient they just want to they just want to go oh another solo yeah let's do fuck let's do two minutes of another solo <laughs> like then 16 bars of guitar 16 of keyboard 16 of guitar 16 of keyboard then we'll do 32 guitar and then 32 a keyboard oh. and then we'll throw eight a guitar at him and then eight a keyboard and then we'll bring it back to the chorus and then we'll go to a little interlude thing where it sounds like church for about 30 seconds and then we'll come back into that same chorus again and i just wrote a symphony x song mm-hmm. and then each solo is going to sound like this if only the songs were as quick as your summary of them, <laughs> then it wouldn't be as fucking miserable. Is it weird that I know what the sadness of the formula is, but I still... Yes, I still it's not sad at all. Enjoy it. I think it's fine because I feel like that way with, for example, we just did Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. I understand the cheesiness and when things are not good the lame stuff that happens, but I still like it. So I think it's fine. There's plenty of things that I know that other people would not be into that I like, and I don't give a fuck. It doesn't make me like it any less. So I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to belittle you at all. I'm just shocked that you like it, and I really don't like it. (laughs) All right, you ready for a break? I am. Cool. Well, let's hit this break. I'm going to take you out with some live Symphony X. Oh, I thought we were going to hear some lightning crashing. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... Alright, okay. Hello, you need razor blades for cutting your eyeballs? I've got them. You'll need more razor blades for cutting your eyeballs. I've got them too. Go PB Gems are cutting razor blades supply today. I don't have a phone or a brain that is cognitively functional, but I do have a beautiful razor blade supply made solely for cutting your eyeballs. You'll have a court date tomorrow? Cut your eyeballs and puke on the gavel. I'll be over in five minutes with the eyeball cutting razor blade supply. Thank you for your business, and that will be $39.95. And the swing of it, it gets, it becomes normal. I mean, after you've seen a haunted toaster. Right here where it says put one slice, 
we heard, I am the devil. Yeah, what kind of voice did the devil have? Look at this lady. <laughs> um, a, a very low voice, I'd say, sounded like Eli Wallach. Have you saved any of this satanic post? Yes, I did save it friend. because I wanted to be sure that somebody else would see it. Now this one, can you see that, Richard? Satan lives. Uh, just terrible. Is the toaster still possessed? I, I, it's Rich, clearly scratched into a burnt piece of yes. toast. Yeah. They're putting toast in the toaster right now. Go jam it in there. It's not working because it's old as shit. Oh, and then it, start, it shot fire out like a dragon. Well, Richard, you know, when all is said and done, it makes good toast. <laughs> Florida Dave Boyd Madsen, NBC News, Boca Raton, she's a Florida. Fucking fraud. Oh, in Florida. Jane says she's got a refrigerator that sounds like Burt Lancaster. We'll come back in just a moment. 40. <laughs> it just seems like it Jesus seems Christ. fake. Like it seems funny it seems if it's fake. Very fake. But you know what? It makes good toast. Yeah. <laughs> that was a punchline. That was a straight up punchline. But it was fun to watch the haunted toaster. <laughs> When we make toast, can I start scratching Satan lives in it? I don't know why it matters. If you want to burn it so you can do that. <laughs> yeah, it was straight up burnt. It was burnt and clearly just scratched into it. Satan lives. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, because Satan definitely uses the English language. That was funny. Still funny. All it's right. always funny. Hello. Hello. We are back from the break. We've made it back. We are going to keep on reviewing and talking about this album. We will survive. Trudging through for Michelle. She's got her boots on, trying to get through the mud of this album. She seems to be getting stuck. <laughs> it's like quicksand. <laughs> we're not quite in the quicksand yet, but we're close. You're, it's like the next level. You're on the path. After this one, it's the next level oh, God. in the... Mario type world of oh, death. I like this. I'm good with Mario uh, analogies. Just trying to get through this, man. Let's do it. All right, let's go back. It's called The Witching Hour. Here we go. This is motherfucker's jam. It's, 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 uh, that reminds me of Mardi Gras for some reason. Interesting. I don't get that at all. I don't know. So I would think like blues in the South or something. I was just thinking maybe because of the masks they wear and the masks that they wear were kind of from a colonial time of gestures and harpsichord sounds. So yeah. I went from harpsichord to math to Mardi Gras. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is physically exhausted. Her whole body just slumped back. It's tasking on you, isn't it? It's exhausting. I get. And I said it is a chore for me. This is not something I would ever choose to listen to. <laughs> this is this is like Jesus music without the Jesus. What's the fucking point? Because those people were making killer fucking music and then ruining it with the Jesus talk. Dun 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 d
even the way he's singing in this one. I am flying on a unicorn through space right now. I just imagine, I imagine like theater. Theater. Comets are coming, asteroids, and there's just a man in, ar- in all armor that's just with this fucking part of his arm, whatever you call that. A just forearm? his forearms, just get out of here, asteroid, get out of here, just punching asteroids out of the way with his forearms. You made this even cooler. He's not real. He he is in a unicorn in space. Amongst the stars. <laughs> what I see is, you know those comedy and drama masks? Okay. You know, I'm talking about the two white masks that they use for yes. actor, actors. They sure do. Uh, I see him wearing those and switching them and a cape and just going back and forth on stage like he's Dracula. Okay. And then like when he moves his for when he moves his forearm he he has the sad face. And then he goes back to the right side of the stage and he moves the cloak over his face again and he's got the other happy face. Creepy. It's almost Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, I've never enjoyed Phantom of the Opera. You don't really enjoy this type of guitar playing either, do you? Like shredding? No, it's fucking cheesy to me. Always? Even though even though it's not, it's like technically good, it sounds like fucking piss. <laughs> like piss. Do you find all shredding to sound like that or this guy's shredding? I mean, this guy for sure. I mean, like when you hear Pantera shredding. No, it doesn't sound like piss. There's definitely a care. I mean, there's a category. Music like this. Stinky? (laughs) It's sticky. Pissy. Pissy? Pissy. It's definitely the keys that they choose and the scales that he's choosing that gives it that fucking cathedral nerd sound that you cannot stand. (laughs) God, there's still so much left. Of this album. Yeah. We still have half an hour left of music with at, starting at the beginning of this song. Which is pretty just pretty good. It's it's normal length album. But it's three more songs. I mean it, well, it's two, more, two songs. more songs. We're going on to We never come back and just do three songs. We're going on to I'm I'm gonna switch it up on you. Okay. I'm going on to Candlelight Fantasia because I think the original release or the vinyl release, they put the Divine Wings of Tragedy last. Okay. And I think that's a better idea. So I'm going with that album lineup. Candlelight if you Fantasia. Do not care, I was going to skip to Candlelight Fantasia. Candlelight ah. Fantasia. So skipping to the last track on this one, but. I feel like the other way would have been better. Didn't I say something about Fantasia before? You did. You did. I think I did too. I'm on a hill. I'm <laughs> on a hillside in Ireland. Yes. On the Ayers. It's dark. The moors. It's a windy day. There are clouds as far as the eye can see. A smell. I'm walking up to the castle. I'm gonna get my revenge. Hi, Master. We're here at the castle now. Would you like to get your revenge? Get out of my way. Okay, I'll 
I'm gonna say it. This song fucking blows. When I listen to this he, album, this is a Christian music singer's voice. Yeah, I agree. I get, I get it. But he's not a Christian singer. <laughs> but that's what it sounds like. I, I get it. I, I'm just saying it's so strong that I, I'm so in shock that I'm here right now. He's very, very cathedral. He's very choir boy-esque at points. He's trying to get like that uh, that old um, huge like, like huge church sound. He's trying to get that. He's a choir boy that was too weird to be touched and he's upset about it. He wasn't pretty enough. He's definitely someone who would have opened his mouth, so... They didn't touch him. So good for him. So I've heard this song three or four times because I only listen to it because of this podcast. Sounds Normally I would skip this song or stop the album by now. Because there's just... There's not enough redeeming in it to me to warrant this. I feel like the people who wrote this have never had... To suffer anything real in their lives. What? The guitar player you're telling me he hasn't had cholesterol problems? <laughs> Mom didn't bring the snacks down to the basement fast enough. Mom! I need more fruit roll-ups. I'm practicing my scales. <laughs> Son! How many Tostino's pizza rolls do you want me to make? The whole bag! <laughs> I'm sure these guys had trials and tribulations. They're just people, Michelle. They are... I think they're soft people. They're just nerds. Who grew up experiencing no real fucking problems in life. Which is why they made such soft music that isn't about any, like, real life. It doesn't feel like it's about any thing personal. That's a good insight. That, it feels like, like it's just written about, like, a fairy tale type yeah. life. Like, something that they're not yeah. connected to. It seems like people that do go through shit and go through, like, fucked up things in their life, they do tend to write about life being fucked up and more personal. Or overcoming something. Like, there's nothing happening yeah. in this. No, this is all just written, like... There's no actual story. Yeah, this is, like, written as, like, a 15th century poet. Like, he's... A story about a warrior. <laughs> yeah, he's writing about someone else's misery, which is why he's making that sound, because he doesn't know what it's like to be in real fucking misery. It's not true, Michelle. He had to take his kids to preschool at one time. He's not married. He might be now, Bullshit, but he wasn't then. he's not married. People love this shit. <laughs> Do you, would you like to continue defending this? Because I will stop talking for the rest of the song. No problem. No, that'd be a really fucking boring podcast. But I want you to defend it the entire time. That's my job. It's my album. <laughs> okay, so continue, please. As this music is happening right now, please defend it. I told you I hate this fucking song. I've heard it three or four times. I always skip it. I'm always... Usually when I listen to this album, I'm done by the witching hour. Yeah, it's definitely because this, at least in this lineup, it comes after a twenty-plus minute song, yeah. well, twenty-minute, yeah. whatever second song, and it just 
I would not have the energy for something else if I didn't have to listen to it. Yeah, and then it starts all fucking wuss-ass. Like, if you're giving me a 20-minute long song, and you're still going to do a last song... It needs to be strong. It better be fucking, yeah, like the whammy. Excuse me. Which is why I think that whether it was the original line... uh, uh, album order or was just the re-release okay that they did put the Divine Wings of Tragedy last and I think that's the way fucking smarter idea you put the 20 minute long song last it's a pretty exhausting run and if you look on Wikipedia okay it's got like each section what it's called like it breaks down parts of the song of the 20 minute long song they each have their own little so title. is it possible that it could be split it could have maybe when we listen to it, I'm sure there's little breaks where they just stop playing. I remember nothing about it. I can't really remember either. <laughs> it was so long, and I was so just, just not connected to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this song fucking blows. I can't defend this. Like even in the, I'm interested. If anyone wants to defend this, please. Even if it's to, for a joke. People just like it. You just like what you like. And I get it. But I just don't understand this one. This just seems like cheese. It's super cheese, but people love cheese. They love it. Gadget. Gadget. Beautiful. The fucker can hit notes. He can. I mean, yeah, technically, there are technical things happening that... I mean, good for them, but I just can't. It it doesn't jive with me at all. Yeah. Even as a guy who likes technical stuff, I think they also jerk themselves off a little too much sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't need to be that long. You can tone it down. Like, we don't need to hear. Somebody's got the motorcycle out today. Revving his engine. Revving that engine. Letting everyone know he's back in the neighborhood. So, And I think, too, this band is also, and bands like this, they appeal to Guys who play the guitar, mm-hmm. guys who play the drums, because like, oh, listen to how, listen to how technically proficient they are. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you can get lost in just technicality. You're not, you're just playing as, you know, technically proficient as you can, and you're not actually writing a song. Yeah, like I, it, I personally didn't feel that they were connected emotionally or personally to anything even though this was and this this was had high critical acclaim this album did yeah, and i don't nerds. know if it was in in comparison to other things that they had done or in general it the way i read it it was in general in general because they're really good at playing okay and the things that were getting critical acclaim are from people who they're listening to albums that are in this world anyway. And it's listening not, for skill, not... It's not like Rolling Stone was like, oh my god, Symphony X, and then they did an album on him. It was like... <laughs> it was like nightmetal.com. <laughs> it was like, holy shit. <laughs> Listen to this album. It's about knights, and they're good at it. Nightmetal.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fitting. Dungeonsanddragonsmetal.com. Dungeonsanddragonsmetal.com. And it all goes with hand in hand. Ding! nerddom i think metal is a nerd kind of thing anyway so it fits okay that's interesting to me it is because most guys that end up in metal were nerds or were picked on or didn't fit in 
it, that's all just in a thing. So but they, I don't know that I would call them. What I, would you call them nerds though? They were originally nerds, and you go back on it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Star Wars is my favorite movie. I watched Transformers." You know, and like, oh yeah, all your interests are actually nerd things. It's just you happen to grow a beard and get some skulls tattooed on you, and you talk about death. But originally, you were a nerd. I guess I just don't think that people who talk about death and like do things to dead animals or whatever, or like <laughs> I don't listen to any band that talks about doing things to dead. Wait, now, never mind, f- Guar. You have a friend who did something to a dead animal. I do. I thought you had a friend who did something to a dead I animal have a at friend. one point. I watched. Uh, I have a brother who did something to a live animal that yeah, made it no longer up. alive. Yeah, that's really fucked up. I watched a friend eat a dead frog for money, and then he never got paid for it. Oh my what? Yeah. <laughs> a he's, dead frog. He's listening right now. <laughs> I guess I thought that something was done with the dead animal, not eaten. No, I was, thought something was like we found this really old, decayed. Oh, that's horrible! Like, beef jerky looking frog. Mm-mm. It uh, no. The price kept going up, and finally he said, "Okay." And he picked it up and put it in his mouth and chewed and swallowed it down. He's been on this podcast, hasn't he? No, but he listens. Listens every episode. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Wait, what? Him? <laughs> we went to a comedy show. No with fucking him. shit, him? Yeah. Oh, whoa. He couldn't even finish chicken wings, but he ate that. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> okay. It was one of those bets. Oh. From, you know who was the group? It was me, Kenny G. Yeah, you have a bunch then... of weirdos. I would never have classified sh- you guys as nerds. I straight up. I'd, I'd call you weirdos. Well, not the other two. They weren't nerds. But Kent, he's technically a fucking nerd. He's a weirdo. Kent is a weirdo. He's not a nerd. So you're thinking he might be nerdier now. Are you thinking of nerd as like pocket protectors? But he's nerd. He's nerdy about like fucking murder stuff and like killers and shit. That's weird. That's weirder than it is nerdy. I guess to me, that's nerd interests. It just so happens that we also. I mean, I know that he's nerdy in the sense that he's interested in like directors and things like that. And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, no, Ken. I'm not tearing you life. down or anything at all. I I'm, am. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I think that in ways you can be nerdy, but I think when people see you guys as a whole, they wouldn't see you as nerds. They would see you and your group of friends as weird guys. Okay. I get what you're saying. I guess as a guy who's on the inside, Mm-hmm. I just know how it got started for a lot of people. I don't consider myself a nerd, really. I've never considered myself an actual nerd. I would say, yeah, weird guy. I mean, you, you nailed it with me, just weird guy. You nerd out about things, but I wouldn't call you a nerd. No. I was never, like, obsessed with Star Wars. I like Star Wars, but I remember, like, everybody's fucking name. You know? I didn't collect shit. And what I did collect was... Horror movie serial killer stuff. Yeah. So I guess that is more weird than nerd. But I just know, I'll say like 80% of metal people I meet, I go, oh yeah, you were just a nerd who went like, oh wait, I can just wear a black shirt now. I guess when I think of nerds, I don't think of you. I think of like smart, but socially awkward. Uh, You guys aren't socially awkward. Me? And you're dumb. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I'm not socially awkward because I'm dumb. (laughs) 
I can just walk up. All right, let's get this 20 minute long song fucking started. Please. The Divine Wings of Tragedy, the title track. Is that heaven? Not my heaven. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy did all the vocal parts too. Instead of like got a choir. I am currently sitting in church using every ounce of energy that I have to keep my fucking eyelids open. Is how I feel right now. And when I went to church, I liked it. It's just having anything on Sunday morning is not a good idea. Something that's, you have to sit still and be quiet and listen to someone talk at like nine o'clock in the morning. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't enjoy this part either. This is a very long intro. Oh yeah, we're a minute and ten seconds in. Of this choir nonsense. So this could so, have been its own so track. Right there. So far, this can be yep. its own track. Yep, so right there. The song could already be 18 minutes and 30 seconds instead, <laughs> currently. They're definitely not afraid to go big. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it big, baby. And then it's fucking heavy. And then it sounds like Star Wars. It does. It sounds like sounds a like Star Wars. fucking uh, Nerdicon. Nerdicon. All right, I've got the the parts of each thing. So part one is called At the Four Corners of the Earth. There are seven parts to this song. Do you think we've gone into part two now since it went into the... Yes, I would say so. So we're at In the Room of Thrones. I can see that. You've it's, entered the room. It's broken down into seven pieces. Seven parts. Woo! I don't know when those parts start or when they end. And I have I think a part feeling of this we'll be able to hear be, them. I think part of this fun will be you and I. Oh, I think this is part one. The next part will be called A Gathering of Angels. I bet we're still in the Room of Thrones then. Do you think this right here? This felt like a change. I think but it's still, still in the throne. so fat. I mean... I feel like a gathering of angels is all of a sudden going to be like some like angelic sounding part. Yeah, I'm I'm skipping ahead too far. I keep forgetting that this There's is seven un- parts. So it's twenty minutes yeah. long. <laughs> so each part's going to be. Let's see. How do you it's run that? It's going to at least be a, a couple minutes each, yeah. at least. Yeah. Yeah. This is still in the room of thrones, and then you got to do your you hear that? in the room of thrones. Do you hear that angelic? Man, I don't know. Unless he's gathering the angels with his. Nasty guitarist. <laughs> I wish I could play like that. I wouldn't always play like that. Like, like I think that's the downfall of some of this kind of music, is it just always relies on as fast as you can go. Mm-hmm. But it'd be fucking killer to have that in your bag. Yeah, like, I agree. Just all of a sudden bust it out live and people are like, holy fuck! Yeah, I can't deny that it's technically good. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't, they're not, they're not programming anything. They're actually, you know, performing it live. 
playing it, which I appreciate. Is there a man in this band who is like has long hair tied back in a low ponytail that goes still goes halfway down his back in the ponytail, but is like balding quite a bit on top? Gathering of Angels. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna say yeah, at least two. Kind of like how a a younger Brian Posehn looked. You want to see some pictures of these guys? You want to talk about younger Brian Posehn where he had that long <laughs> ponytail, but he was balding quite a bit on the top yeah, still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, comic book guy from Simpsons. Yeah. That's what I would say. But longer hair. All right, I'm going to find a picture of these guys for you. Here you go. Yeah, this is not something I did at all before this. I did not do any All right, I don't want to fuck up the research. sound, so... There we go. That's the singer. Okay. That's the guitar player. And other than that, I don't know. Wait, the creepy guy? In the middle? In between. He's like the second from the left. Is that the lead singer? This guy? Yeah. That's the lead singer, yeah. Okay. He looks like he, um, excuse me. He looks like he's able to suck his own dick. Or if he could, he would. I don't get that from him at all. It looks like Glenn Benton from Deicide. He looks like he likes to indulge in himself. You don't get that feeling from this lead singer at all that he likes to indulge in himself? I think he loves to indulge in himself. I told you I watched that interview with him, and he was like, he said, uh, how, how did you discover your mid-range? Was it, did, did you just kind of find it, or did you, uh, had to work really hard at it? And he went, well, uh, I hate to say this, but, uh, I'm kind of a natural. I was just like, he didn't oh, hate to say that at all. Come on, man. He'd so, love to say that. So we're in the Gathering of Angels still, you agree, right? Yes. Sounds like a Gathering of Angels to me. Next will be The Wrath Divine. Ooh. Uh-oh. That's going to be big. Unless it's this? It's going to be big and like almost eviler sounding. Eviler, if that's a word. More evil. I don't know if that's this. I don't How, think so. What are we at time-wise? I don't know. Two minutes. <laughs> Six minutes and 26 seconds. I think we're still in the Angels. We have to... We're at least in... And the Angels is the third part, right? <laughs> I can't get back to that screen. Yeah, part three is a gathering of angels. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm sorry, the next is the Wrath. Yes, the wrath. Yeah, we have not gone to the wrath. The wrath is going to be a big instrumental break. I think. I agree. It's 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 pretty self-indulging too. To very self-indulgent. Have whole sections of the song like. 20 minute long song and then you just each one is individualized and then you give them actual names even though I bet it's easier to practice so you don't practice the whole fucking 20 minute long song you'd be like hey guys let's just do the uh, let's just do the prophet's cry section and then the bass player goes Jesus fucking Christ I'm sorry if this particular statement offends anyone but when I saw that there was a 20 minute track and I texted Sam I said any fucking song that is 20 minutes long is going to be rough. 
And I, I mean, I'm sorry if you like jam bands, but I just think that, which is what I, I would think of. Otherwise, I don't think of a lot of songs yeah. being 20 minutes long. It just seems, it's too much. It's a lot, and I mean, as this proves with having separate parts, it's mostly just a bunch of songs crammed together. You could have, could have cut it. I think 12 minute songs are pushing it. Yeah. So 20 is, yeah. Is someone just like, hey, guess what? I can bend all the way over and I can put the tip of my dick in my mouth. Watch me do it. Watch me do it. Watch me do it. Look how long I can do it. Look, I can do it for a really long time, guys. Watch me. You guys could DC me. I can talk and still have the head of my dick in my mouth. Isn't this amazing? Look how much cum there is. But it's still hard and because I'm just... This is so cool, guys. Is everyone looking? Everyone, please look at this. This is so neat. Does everyone see that I'm able to do this? I'm so cool. Uh-oh. Where are we at? I don't know where we're at anymore. I don't believe the... Are we in the... Is this... Are we in the prophet's cry? I think we're in the prophet's cry. Do you think we've had the wrath? I felt like the wrath might have happened. You don't think it's this? I don't know. People are being judged right now. I mean, we're halfway through. There's seven parts. So we should be at like number four. I feel like this is the prophet's cry. And this is bringer of apocalypse. Eve of sacrifice. Armies in the sky. I wonder if the lyrics have any insight on this shit. And I say shit pretty heavily. Although I fucking love it at the same time. This is when I like it. Because I do like kind of the dick sucking that happens of themselves. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes. I understand it gets exhausting and I can only do it for so long before it's like... It's, ta- it's taxing on your brain. It almost exhausts you. It can exhaust you. I think so. I'm definitely exhausted. Oh my god, I found the lyrics. We're going to know where we're at. There aren't a lot of lyrics, though. Is it easy to... There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> Alright, when he starts singing, I'll, I'll tell you where we're at. But who knows when that's gonna happen. Wow. Alright, here we go. I think this is the prophet's cry. Yep. There you go. So what is this? It's like five? Part five, yes. It's almost like Jason movies. <laughs> except where every except the odd like ones are one the them. odd ones are being good right now. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> I talk shit about it, but I still love it. It's so weird to know that something is so corny and so like bad, but I'm still like I don't care. Yeah. I often think about what Dave Grohl said about music, though. Like, there should be no such thing as a guilty pleasure when it comes to liking music or movies or something. Yeah. You just like what you like. Just fuck it. Should be no shame in it, but I don't agree 100% because you should understand that this is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but I've said before that there's, I mean, even with the 311, would I recommend it? And I had, I felt weird about it because I felt like it's something I should be 
like ashamed of or something. <laughs> like I don't, and I don't think that's fair. You should be able to like whatever you like. It's like the social stigma but of the, things. It's, I mean, you can't act like that thing that exists inside you isn't really there, where you feel for whatever reason like you're wrong for your then opinion. You, then you become a prick you if you doubt don't yourself. Let it out. I think we're in uh, the bringer of the apocalypse now, by the way. It'll be an instrumental. I'm going to say that this is definitely bringer of the apocalypse. I love this. Oh, and then this shit. Ah, that bass player is so good. <laughs> How is that a bass? That's interesting. Did you expect it to be something big again? They're all about staccato, together rhythms. You know, like which it is neat live for someone to create some rhythm that's really like unusual mm-hmm. and everybody be right in time with each other and it's like whoa that's that's tight it's a way to get people to be like that sounded really tight that's tight man good job yeah love this almost feels kind of rush like yeah and I love rush so it makes no, sense no just fucking nerd rock yes oh that's total nerd rock I mean this is considered progressive music so mm-hmm. progressive music is traditionally yeah, a nerd avenue and Rush is progressive, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah. Rush and, uh, Yes. Not Yes. Uh, what the fuck is that band? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? They're all progressive nonsense. Uh, Genesis for a while. The Genesis yeah. that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And they all talk about nerd shit. I mean, Led Zeppelin talked about nerd shit, too. They just haven't put actual blues and rock and roll behind mm-hmm. it instead of an extra nerd element of the music as well. You know? I mean, that's a fucking... That piano playing was straight from the western there. It feels like Zappa-y for a second. Oh, yeah. I bet they love Zappa. It's got like an Yngwie Malmsteen sound to it, too. It's got a Zappa sound. It's got all those crazy guitar players from back in the day, like Steve Vai and others that I don't really want to list because <laughs> I couldn't think of any more. <laughs> yeah, this shit's awesome right here. Heavy as fuck. And then we're back to the Star Wars. Dude, this is badass. I'd be moshing right now. <laughs> shoving people with my elbows. I don't remember any mosh pits at the Symphony X show. Oh, by the way, while I'm thinking about it, um, I'm making breakfast for dinner later. Rock and roll. Do you want your eggs? Do you want your eggs to be scrambled or fried? Is there bread? Pancakes. Scrambled. 
That's official. Okay. Put it on the books. Oh, here he goes. See, like, right now, did this need to be added? Look, I get their fucking jamming again. It's time to... Oh, are you, are you asking me? Go I'm asking in a general. Okay, I'm just curious. I know you're like, fuck no, it could have been added. It's a 20-minute long song. I think like, there's just a lot of this that could have been cut out into even, like, a seven or eight minute song yeah, yeah. and it would have been honestly fine there were yeah. some things that kind of groove in there but there's just a lot of nonsense as well it's it's noodling in a metal way like jam bands you brought up jam bands mm-hmm. earlier it's noodling just like jam bands but in a metal yeah aesthetic. I agree. oh and they also don't literally pay the same backing riff for 12 fucking minutes oh some guy noodles on it oh boy and then I'm out can I ask where we're at minute-wise? Because uh, yeah. it feels like we're going back into where we started, where it was just big. Um, let's see. We're in minute seven. No, we're not. We were <laughs> in six minutes a long fucking time ago. We're in 17 minutes. We have three minutes and 42 seconds What is left. the name of the last part? Because I assume that's where we're at right now. Paradise Regained. Okay, that sounds So I feel right. like this was all about a huge battle. Like, almost... That part was the fight because it was bringer of the apocalypse, eve of sacrifice, armies in the sky. And now this is paradise regained. So, and when the lyrics start, which are looking out on a blue sky, I can now see a new world arising. Like a prisoner unbound, I feel the power and the majesty again. If this is about Jesus, I'm going to be pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> They fooled me if that's the case. <laughs> but they didn't do a good enough job because I didn't go to church. I actually watched a video of a super Christian metal band. It was like the mother, or no, it was a father and a daughter. Yes, and I've seen this. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. It was really funny because it could have been not about Christianity at all mm-hmm. Christianity at all it was just bad in general they could have been saying anything any words about any topic it just sucked in general like, yeah. it was just poorly performed poorly written but just adding that extra aesthetic of the Christ makes it really funny to us there's been they call it white metal there's been like Heavy bands that have fooled me before, or I've gone and searched it out. Like, what is this going to sound like? What is, what is Christian death metal sound like? And, and how you does that enjoyed exist? it more than you thought. And I was like, fuck, it actually sounds good, but like, how are they? It just makes this. How did they get into this type of music mm-hmm. and then go? Oh, I want to sing about this because to get into that type of music, the topics are very, very brutal. And then you say, oh, they're probably into it. And then they had like a re, what do you call it? A reborn? A rebirth. A rebirth. This fucking sucks. This part of the song. Looking up to the heavens. I can see what an angel falling from heaven. Beneath the stars, moon, and warm sun. And all I know. So he's now ruling. Got to have it. Sounds like the opposite. The sun is above him, 
He should be no, above no, the no, clouds. No, 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 no. They're Oh, beneath the stars, moon. Oh, I thought he said beyond the stars, moon, and warm sun. I think he fell he's from in heaven. The ground. I think he's the fucking. I think he's the Satan fucking demon that was yeah, cast down from hell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine writing this song either. This is the next phrase, and this is the next thing. Although, I guess if you just write four songs, you just piece them together. And four long songs. that was The Divine Wings of Tragedy Ugh. by Symphony X. You did it again, Michelle. You got through it again. Four You're alive. Times. And you know what? What? I feel... Although beaten down, beaten down, I am slouched. I am ready for a nap. It's not going to happen. It's too late and I'm hungry. I already turned the oven on. I am so relieved that I never have to listen to this again. (laughs) Chore. Fucking chore. Chore. Chore, 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 chore. And the majority of times we've listened to this, for me, are together. I've played them around you. Yes. So. I have been around. Uh-huh. I've been around. Been around. So, we have completed it. How do you feel right now, Sam? I feel fucking good. I feel good. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I look good. I smell I good. good. I make love. <laughs> I make love good, too. <laughs> <laughs> Papa's got a brand new bag. Yeah. It's Hilarious. a man's world. Where's Ted at? Ted. <laughs> All right, we have... Oh, fuck. God damn it. I hit my ankle, which has got a wound on it. Wait, what part of your body did you just say? My ankle. That's not what you said, but that's fine. How did I not say ankle? It was like, my ankle. (laughs) (laughs) It was interesting. Sounds like a... At least that's how I heard it. Sounds like a prescription medicine, my ankle. (laughs) (laughs) Or a family member. So we are to the point of the podcast where we get to the questions here. Coming down to earth to answer questions on a podcast. Coming down to earth to answer questions for these people. I'm here to say you're gonna answer questions and you're gonna do it and it's gonna go and I'm. Answers here. Okay, so that was the worst thing that we've done so far. <laughs> I loved it. All right, that's the new theme song. Podcast. No, time. I think there was actually one that we could use that we've done that was pretty good. Uh, we'll keep doing them, and then we'll figure out which one's the best. Okay, I'll go back and listen. I need to. Uh, I have some record keeping that I need to do. Some record notes. Some bookkeeping. Books. Okay, so we are to some questions. Here we go. Why did you choose this particular album? You've already explained it, but just say it again one more time. I explained it because Alanis Morissette reminded me of this one Dream Theater song because of one section because they're in the same key, and then I didn't want to do Dream Theater, so I thought of this because album Because you're embarrassed? Instead. Why didn't no, you want to do Dream Theater? I just didn't really want to listen to that album. Okay. <laughs> and I listened to this one more. And they're in the same world, so I was like, this one. Or the other. If it had to be one or the other, it was this one. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What do you think I thought when you <laughs> told me about it? And then I and gave it to me. 
Oh, your initial reaction? Yeah. What do you th- What do you think I thought? I think you didn't even know what it was. So you're just like, uh, who fucking knows? I had an idea of what it was going to be, and I knew it was going to be cheesy, but I didn't know that it was going to be what it was. So, like, my prior judgment was, yes, I know that this is more kind of, like, ridiculous rock, but I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Do you know how many times that you listened to this total? If I count around you, which wasn't full each time, but it was probably like first half one time and first last half the last time. Okay. Probably about five. Okay. But I've listened to this album many times, and uh, except for the last song. <laughs> okay. It took a lot of what I had to make my minimum of three listens. Yeah, you told me it was going to be rough. It was rough. It you were like, I don't think I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get my minimum listens in. But I did. <laughs> but you did it. I made it. Congratulations. It, I I don't think that there is any excuse to not get three listens. Oh. Excuse me. It's it's the pod, it's part of the podcast. There's just air escaping my body right now, and I have no control over it. Out of both ends. Yay. You wish, <laughs> and he doesn't mean the butt. <laughs> All right, so. Least favorite song. We're here. Do you have one? We're here. I do. Well, I do. All of them? I do. I do. The <laughs> answer is all of them. Um, now I'm going to reference something that I had said earlier. I still believe. So, I mean, I could easily go with the Divine Wings of Tragedy because it's the longest. And it's kind of originally when I was thinking of the easiest and the worst because I didn't. I couldn't base it on anything in the songs at that time at all. So I was it was going to be the longest and the shortest. And <laughs> then I funny. and then I listened to them again and then I was just like, okay, there are parts of the Divine Wings of Tragedy that aren't bad. That are maybe some of the more enjoyable most enjoyable parts on the album to me, but I can't I could never give like my favorite to the longest song, but I'm not going to make that my least favorite. My least favorite is Out of the Ashes, which is the shortest song. Yeah. Um but I think it's it's just the cheesiest for me. I hated it the most. Here you go. That's the harpsichord song. And the out of the ashes of my youth I rise a man. Like horrid. Not into it. <laughs> so out of the ashes is for you. Out of the ashes is my absolute least favorite. You, what is your least favorite? Do you have a song? guess? So I pretty much talked about how I fucking hate it. Candlelight Fantasia. Absolutely. That's definitely the my least favorite name. I just can't stand this. This seems like it seems like they took the cheesiest parts of the whole album and we're like, hey, we're gonna put it all in one fucking song, and we're gonna do it ten times more. We're gonna really just, appeal uh, to the lowest common denominator of our audience. Yeah, I don't know. I just get fucking bored by We're it. We're going to tickle the nuts of the worst people who listen to us. Bored, bored, That's bored not nice it. of me. I'm sorry. All right. Your favorite? Do you Most have a favorite? Fa- well, I mean, realistically, I do not. I mean, you got technically... Which technically, one are you I don't. But the one that I'm choosing is Sea of Lies. And I don't. I think that that might just be because of the familiarity of the Jack Black sounding vocals that he does in parts of it. But I also like the bass. Stuff. I love the bass beginning. I think that's 
Yeah, it's pretty. And so far, it just sounds like sweet. So far, it just sounds like a rock song. Sounds a little cheesy for me with that guitar, but if it didn't have that guitar, you think the guitar's cheesy? Interesting. You and the sounds. You want to hear what my favorite song is? Yeah, what's your most favorite song? All right, here we go. Would be funny if you just turn that song back up. I just did. Sea of Lies. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> I did just turn it down and turn it back I up. I fucking just said that too. Damn it. <laughs> I think this is like one of the most metal songs. It's at the beginning of the album. You're not fucking exhausted I'm yet? I'm not exhausted yet, no. And I think it's like the heaviest song on the album, in my opinion. And it has everything in the album that I like the most in one song. I don't know. And I like his voice in this. And when I was looking up covers, and there's a lot of vocal covers of this band, mm-hmm. this is one that they do a lot. A lot of people do covers of this song. Jack Black, right? You hear that? At least I hear. Yeah, it is a little Jack Black. So, there we go. We had a favorite, or same favorite yeah, track. Yeah, we agreed, which honestly... My surprises second, me quite a bit. My second, it was battling this song because I love this fucking intro, and it's the beginning of the album of Sins and Shadows. Mm-hmm. I love this guitar riff very much. Yeah, it's a very it it is not a good introduction to what the rest of it is going to be. It kind of fools you, you. Yes. Yeah, that's that's fucking heavy. This feels more like a Pantera or something, and then it just falls off the cliff. It kind of goes right here. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting too heavy. They couldn't fucking handle steering it, and Get it went off the cliff. Back in. Get that keyboard back in. Yeah, it went. It drove off. How did you originally feel about this? Because when did you actually originally start listening to this? I was probably, what is it, junior? Is that the one before a senior? Yes. Yeah, I was a junior. And how did you feel about it as a whole? I think I have a memory of having to get used to the vocals. I think I have a memory of really enjoying the guitar work and having to get used to not only the vocals, but the keyboard too. Okay. Because I'm telling you, I really don't like keyboards in metal. It's very surprising that I enjoy this because there's so much keyboard in this. I'm surprised because this just feels like, to me, what I would imagine you would like about metal would be none of this for the most part. I think it's because I'm a guitar player, so like, and I'm a drummer, so I just technically, I'm wowed by it. Were the are the drums spectacular in any way in this? I, I guess I don't notice them. Um, yeah, it I mean, seems very guitar. Like my attention goes to the it, guitar all the time. It's definitely guitar, guitar driven. Vocals. It's definitely guitar uh, oriented. Mm-hmm. It's definitely about the guitar. <laughs> but the guy, his tempos are dead on. His drums sound amazing. Uh, the rhythms that he's playing. It's all he's he's very good. Maybe just, I just can't hear it because I dislike the tone of the guitar sound so much yeah. that it's like jarring to me. Yeah. So I can't even listen to anything. I can't listen for anything that I enjoy other than only hearing what I don't like. <laughs> um I'll say this too. His drums for the metal world, his drums are the least abrasive too, because metal drums can like the kick drum can become real clicky and like and have that, you know, like little smack sound to it. And his don't get too far into that. They sound beefy. They sound big. They sound yeah, like I, I remember there was a song nice that I, drums. I felt like it sounded like it was 
a pad and not an actual drum. Head. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they're, I know the real drums, but they might have had some electronic mixed in. All right. So, Sam, I'm really interested in this question or okay. your answer to this question. Yeah. Would you recommend this today? No. I don't know anybody I would recommend this to. I would literally have to find somebody and they'd be like, hey, you ever heard of Symphony X? I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that one album. Other than that, I don't tell anybody about this band. So are you expecting some, maybe like some social media pushback on this at all? Or do you think that anyone's going to speak up and oh. like, I love this. Thanks for doing this. Well, the the constant fans, I'm like, sure, Jimmy's going to fucking hate it. I'm almost positive Travis is probably going to hate it. Maybe. I don't really know. Uh, maybe the Jeffries. I don't see them. I don't really know their taste too much. I feel like I'm in a minority of people I know mm-hmm. that li- that's into this. It's like I'm telling like my friends that were into metal, they didn't really like it either. Mm-hmm. Like Kent, he he's not down. Yeah, I understand. And I would get made fun of, but you know me, I'm just that'll make me play it more. <laughs> you make fun of me, then I'll take it even further. And that's all we're listening to now. Yeah, that sounds like you for sure. All right, so now would I choose to listen to this again? Absolutely never, <laughs> never, ever. If you put this on and I realized, if I noticed what it was, I would be like, oh my fucking God. Like you're going to make, if I have, and I I need to make sure that I have um, headphones like in my purse at all times. I would never play this around you. But I, I'm just saying if you ever, if it happened. I would play it to make a joke and then I would, I would immediately stop it. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as I know you would stop it. So, okay. So we are. So I'm going to say this. I never really listen to this either. It's like once a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, it's, it's exhausting for me too. Okay. <laughs> and you don't even listen to the album in its entirety. No, I'm usually out by the last song since this order is the last song candlelight fantasia i have exact memories of running to the speaker system like nope and i hit pause <laughs> like new album all right so speaking of new album oh yeah here we are so here we are let's hear what i got to listen to this week <laughs> <laughs> i'm very interested okay since we watched the lou perlman thing recently Oh, this has nothing to do with that. I'm not going to make you listen to okay. NSYNC. Okay. Not now, anyways. Okay. Um, we did watch so, the Lou Pearlman documentary, and it was interesting. I also saw a Lou Pearlman lookalike at the liquor store buying booze for somebody, because I don't drink. I don't drink. I was buying it for someone else who's not supposed to be in that store. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of being in a minority, I would say that that's the direction that... I'm going in with this next oh, really? album. Okay. It's not something that a lot a lot of people don't respect this. Um a lot of people don't even realize that this band is still making music. I fucking know exactly who it is. I already know. I I'm not surprised. Three blonde boys? You're gonna be listening to <laughs> Middle of Nowhere by Hanson. <laughs> is this the hit? album this is this imbop this is their yeah this is their okay. introductory i mean because people don't know that they're still making albums so this so, is the one people really know i might actually flash back to some of these songs because the album was in the house oh yeah interesting <laughs> and we were young and it was it was a time when we were definitely like tv watching kids so oh yeah 
We will, uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all, but uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> all right. Sweet. So, uh, so that's the podcast. That's, that's the episode. Thank awesome. you again for listening. As always, yes. we always appreciate you listening to us idiots saying wrong things, being forgetful. Um, <laughs> Starting one point and then not finishing it and, and going on to another thing. Hearing Sam just ramble because I'm staring him down. <laughs> and when she stares at me, it makes me want to ramble more. Because I real, I mean, I I don't feel. I feel like the creativity has been knocked out of me, like the wind. It's by Symphony X. Symphony X hit you, and it's it took me down. It took you down. Well, like, like she said, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you so much. Thank Have a much. great day. Absolutely. Oh. She won't even listen to the live. She's done. No, I'm fucking done. She's done. The only thing she I'm interested in, off. I want haunted toasters. I'm going to go online and look up haunted toasters. Sweet. Bye, guys. Bye.